sunshine. Hmm. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The white pants, the trash dash. It just... It leans Lloyd. Where's the drive? Got it here somewhere. It's hard to see. Is that it? Welcome explosion, welcome fist fight, welcome car knife crash, stab. welcome knife stab, welcome, do we have time for story? Probably not. To the podcast <laughs> that does, I think, what it says in the tin, it's best film ever, my name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. And we're doing a see it or skip it, I guess it's more of a stream it or skip it. Yeah. On The Gray Man. The Gray Man. The Gray Man. Who wore a lot of red. Who wore a lot of red and a lot of black. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for those of you who don't know, I mean, The Gray Man is one of these big, huge, mega budget Netflix original films. Yeah. And so if you're unfamiliar with the format, let me just walk you through this in much quicker way than Liam and I did on Elvis. Uh, <laughs> it's that we're going to do start off of a non-spoiler review of the film. Yeah. Talk about things that we liked, things we didn't like in very generic terms. Yes. Um. You know, not giving away any major plot points. <laughs> I try and say it was straight face. Um, and then it, we'll, we'll tell you at the end if you should stream it. We'll say see it, but yeah. stream it. <laughs> or skip it. At which point then we'll make it very clear we're moving on and you'll hear a sound that sounds like this. At which point then we will give you a million spoiler warnings. Yep. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Lives in a house in a very big house. Spoiler country. Spoiler country. Um, at which point then we will go through, for those of you who have seen it, we'll go through sort of... In not, more not, detail. Not a beat by beat, far from no. it. But um, we will go through specific scenes, things we... We'll go, we we would theoretically ruin it if you hadn't seen it at that yeah. point. I mean, some people do listen to the whole thing and then watch the film, which is kind of an interesting choice on their part. You probably could with this one, to be fair. You could with this one. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, so you, you can either stop at the halfway mark and then go watch it if we've convinced you, or not watch it if we've convinced you otherwise on that front. <laughs> uh, Hermes got a hold of me and said, based on her thing, he says, I don't think I'm feeling Elvis. I was like, all right. I've not seen it. He's like, he's like, I don't know if I get it this, uh, like uh, the root source materials as you guys did. And I'm like, I hate Elvis. I made it quite clear. I hate Elvis. <laughs> not hate Elvis. I just didn't. Elvis wasn't my thing. No. Elvis wasn't my thing. So there we go. But, and that's kind of the format that will go. So if you look at the show notes right now, you'll see uh, at what time I've said that the, the, I always put it up there, but the first X number of minutes are spoiler free. And then the following are spoilerific. But have no fear. We will go into great detail. Uh, unless you're like 300 meters away from your phone, you will be able to turn this thing off. <laughs> All right. So, um, Cedar Skip it on the Gray Man. Um, you're the one who reached out and said, hey, Gray Man. Yeah. Have, have you seen this yet? And I was like, no. No, yeah, I was just, I'd heard a lot about it. Like, it was they were on the radio when I was driving to work a couple of weeks ago when it was first, like, about to start streaming and those sorts of things. And there was a trailer for it in the cinema. And though, when I saw thor and so it was a bit like oh, okay like netflix are actually putting some effort into this plus the fact that it's it was ryan gosling chris evans and anna de Armas. so i was like okay they've got big names in there as well let's see what they've done with it i was interested yeah i knew very very little about it a 200 million dollar budget yeah for a netflix original yeah, yeah, yeah. so you don't big really money. you don't really know 
really what your return on investment is on that. No. Because I'm sure they've got some sort of ideas, but, you know, do views necessarily equal income? Well, not really. There's no advertising set up. No. So the question is, is the gray man by itself attractive enough that it makes Netflix appear to be a worthwhile option to stream or continue streaming? Yeah. And that's how, but as far as how can you actually realistically monetize that or figure out how well it's doing? No. It's hard, but you need to make sure that it's a destination because all these other things are popping up with their own catalog. Netflix, by its very nature, is third party. Yeah. But as each of these companies now go, oh, shoot, Netflix is on to something. Let's do our own version of it and yeah. take our stuff back. Netflix has sort of been forced into going, we've got to make stuff. Oh, as we well. got to make original content. Now, for TV, they've been very successful. Mm. Films a little bit less so. Yeah. So $200 million budget, big names. I'm going to go through some of the big names. Uh, first big names, which you told me, and I was like, what? <laughs> uh, not that one, but we'll get to that one in a minute. Uh, Anthony and Joe Russo, directed by, written by, and, and written by... Uh, and Chris- produced by. <laughs> yeah, but also written by Joe Russo, Christopher Marcus, and Stephen McFeely, who I believe these are the boys who did, yeah, the uh, the Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. So these are the guys, they've worked together basically on all the Marvel stuff they've done together, starting with Captain America, Winter Soldier, Captain America, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. Yeah. And then this. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, that did catch my attention as well, to be fair, because they did push that quite hard in the, um, the market, and I'd seen that it was by the makers of Avengers Infinity War. Like that was that was like the tagline for it. Um something that we joked about quite early was in case you didn't know it was going to be <laughs> if you weren't sure it was a Russo brothers thing. If you loved those giant oversized chirons that said what city you were in yeah, in Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, you've got those. Yeah, you can definitely tell it's a Russo Brothers film. Lots of those. It's not it's not Prague. It's Prague. Prague. <laughs> so, there we are. Croatia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just for what it's worth, because I happen to have the, uh, I happen to have the uh, Wikipedia page open. Uh-huh. Um, originally, this was supposed to star Brad Pitt, and later than that, Charlize Theron. And they were going to gender swap, I guess, the role. I guess the gray man would have been the gray woman. Oh. So. Yeah. But as it is, we have, uh, I think your your unquestionable lead, one one A, if nothing else. Mm. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Canada's own Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Who I think is very good in this. He's very good, yeah. Um, if you've seen, um, if you've seen Drive, He's similar in his brooding from that, but he's not nearly as simple. And Drive, he's a bit simple. And this one, he's he's anything but. Um, yeah, I thought he was. He was. I don't think action star. When I see Ryan Gosling, it also made me realize he's one of the few huge Hollywood A listers not in Marvel, a cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah. let alone the MCU. But yeah, yeah. Um, but he absolutely could be based on this performance. Oh, uh, yeah, without question. I wonder for those who haven't done it, if that's like a badge of honor now. That they I'm haven't not done in it. it. Yeah, maybe. Because now Nolan's gone. Not Nolan. Uh, Bale's gone into it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, who's really left of your big A-listers? Brad Pitt? Yeah. But he's a bit old. I mean, I guess Johnny Depp, but he's Pirates. He's not no, but he's not MCU. He's not MCU. He's not he's MCU not or DC. DCU, but you got to keep in mind the last five years, he's kind of been, ooh, don't touch. Yeah. Don't touch Johnny Depp. Although I think he's coming back now, isn't he? 
I think you're going to see another Pirates movie. Yeah. Which is, okay, I mean, people forget, like, three and four were not good. No. Well, I'm really hoping they do with the, if they do another Pirates. A four and they, five. Forgot, oh, shoot, three, four, and five weren't yeah. very good. Yeah. I really want them to hand over from Captain Jack to Red, because there's been rumors that they're bringing Red in, and Red is the pirate in the auction scene in the ride. She's brilliant. Like, really, really I funny and really lovely. And I really want them to, like, transition to her. Would but be really Pirates nice. of the Caribbean is just a fancy title for what's... I mean, they may as well call the, the movies Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I mean, it's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you put... Because there was a rumor they were going to do, like, a Margot Robbie-centered um, Pirates movie. I think as Red, yeah. Yeah, probably. it was. Probably. Yeah, yeah. But the thing was, I don't, I don't want to see... Because it's not about misogyny. It's just about, I don't want... I don't want to watch... I don't want this to be rebooted. It's like when they try to do the Bourne legacy and they put Jeremy Renner, I think it was. I'm not a big fan of the Bourne movies anyway. But they tank spectacularly because, no, Bourne is Matt Damon. Right. Right? So I don't want to see Jeremy Renner in it. Or anytime they try to pivot and do these things. Uh, For instance, when they tried to do um, Mission Impossible, you had the feeling they were trying to spin that off as well. Again, to Jeremy Renner. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Jeremy Renner. Poor Hawkeye. (laughs) Like, he's not only, like, got all of those, but he's he's Hawkeye. He's Hawkeye. Like, Um, Hawkeye. So is that, but, um, you know... It's about sort of, they become so attached to these singular people who host these yeah. things. It's like, you know, I think Disney's about to put out on the MCU Ironheart, and Ironheart is the story of the next person who becomes like Iron Man or something like that. Right. I get a girl, I think. Okay. Uh, I was talking to this with Ethan, and I was like, but the thing is, Ethan, nobody wants to see, nobody wants to see a different Iron Man. No. People want, the problem isn't that you've, oh, we can bring Iron Man back this way. We it's don't not want, Iron we Man. Want Tony Stark back. It's Tony Stark you want yeah. back. You know, it's not Captain America. It's, um, oh, what's his name? Chris, Steve, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, yeah. That's who you want yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So you can make anybody else, Thor. Yeah. Or Mighty Thor. But it's Hemsworth. I mean, that's the guy you want, or at least that character. Yeah. Thor, son of Odin. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the hard part. And that's the part where eventually they're going to ha- decide, uh, do we really have it in us to not reboot yeah. The whole MCU. Yeah. Because it's what it's going to take. And that's my prediction for what I think. Although on that, Harry Styles has just signed a five-movie contract to Xeros. Yeah, but you got to keep in mind, how many movies have they announced now? They just announced a whole whack of them, right? Yeah. Ending with a giant two-part Avengers film, which I think is going to be the end. Yeah. And they're going to reboot. I mean, if they, do, if they do that, then fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do that then. You can but reboot don't. and you can... Re- but that means... I mean, that's going to mean everybody. Yeah. Which is going to be sucky if you just got into it yeah but yeah or a variation i don't know how but it has to be a situation where you can get to tell his story again that's got to be like however many years from now though that final two surely 2025 2026 that doesn't feel long enough well does it like it took 10 years the first time around the difference is are you more likely to go see a film that's hey here's this adventure you've never heard of or see how tony stark becomes iron man yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah. That's what I said about the multiverse. Sorry, we're off on a mild, wild tangent here. <laughs> but so the minute you do the, the multiverse, I don't care about, oh, look, it's another version of Stephen Strange. Or, oh, look, it's a, you, you, you know, played also played by Benedict Cumberbatch. You know yeah. what I want to know? Where's your Iron Man? Is he alive? <laughs> who's playing him? Yeah. Where's Captain America? Is he alive? Or, yeah. or who's playing them? Yeah. Those are the characters I care about. So the multiverse is in many ways, like a worst case scenario. Yeah. Because look at Spider-Man, No Way Home. Cold. That's exactly what that was. Show yeah. me my old Peter Parkers. 
they so they, they I think they did that because they wanted to do that, and obviously there is yeah. multiverse stuff in the comics and those sorts of things. So they, they were eventually going to have to get to it. But, but by doing it now, like surely you would use that as your like last big bang before you reset everything. That's what I think because this is. Then you can reset everything. That's what I think this is. So, but other, but then that means all your MCU. T- oh, anyway, we got into an MCU bit again, but we'll talk yeah. about it at some point, I'm sure. Uh, I want to do something next year for for sure because next year is 15 years wow. of the MCU. So I think it warrants its own roundtable. Yeah, table. definitely. Yeah. Um, back to the gray man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about uh, if there was a one A. Let's talk about one B. Who is Steve Rogers? Yeah. Not in this. Nope. Not in, this. not in this. It's um, <laughs> Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Thank you very much. As Lloyd, someone playing Lloyd, not Lloyd Grossman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lloyd Hansen. Lloyd Hansen. Yeah, Ryan Gosling uh, plays. Well, well, we'll get into a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Evans, as we see on all the trailers, Chris Evans is your psychopathic baddie. Yep. <laughs> really good. it's like you went hey you know how you went like 60 percent there for knives out for knives out what if you went to like 660 (laughs) percent what if you did that and so good he is excellent at this he's very and gosling's excellent at this and uh, yeah so your your two main well arguably i mean the story kind of does some things yeah. but as far as like who you know you kind of want to see here's your big hero here's your yeah. big villain here's how they're going to set get set up uh both both did a great job both did a brilliant job both yeah. did a great job um let's talk about the other knives out alumnus oh. who appeared for me three quarters of the way through the film <laughs> i had a case of face like, blindness i was gonna say it was flipped for like the first time yeah it was brilliant uh, it was only because I said, I want to be like Anna DeMarcus when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> you realize that's the way it was. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's went, not. No, it's not. I, you I'm, spent the next five minutes trying to convince me that it wasn't. I'm being honest, I thought, I thought it was a white woman. <laughs> no, it was oh, I totally thought it was a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it threw me so much. I'm like, no. <laughs> I think it wouldn't help that the first time she's introduced is in quite a dark environment. So you. Yeah. Can't tell necessarily. But sure. no, I was like, isn't this Anna Darmus? Obviously. It was Anna Darmus. Um she's really good in this. She's brilliant. Yeah. There was some actors I wasn't that thrilled with, and I was sitting there going, How do I feel about this one? I'm like, no, no, she's all right. She's, she's all right. Yeah, yeah. Um can I just say at this point, the script I don't think the script is very good at all. I don't think the story is very good at all. No, the story's bad. Yeah. The script is worse. <laughs> Well, is the script worse or are some of the actors just appalling? And we'll get there in a minute. Yeah. But uh, Anna Darmus, not one of them. No, she's very good. She's very good. Uh, the problem is they don't... These these three actors we're naming mm. are actors who don't need giant swaves. Good word, that. Giant swaves of dialogue in order to be good actors. No, they don't need the dialogue necessarily. They've all got very good face we were, acting we were talking about you last week i think it was on air force one where i said so much of this movie is reacting mm-hmm. rather than acting and i said georgia would actually been up and all over this because that <laughs> you 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 really value and rate and yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, acting without dialogue yeah you know and so the, these lots of, they didn't have lots to do as far as line delivery <laughs> no um and so i would be interested to see the breakdown in this of like what is actually dialogue and oh, what is not yeah we'll talk about that um but that being said like when it was there even and what i think was a pretty rough script they didn't expose that and no. i'll say this chris evans specifically elevated those around him oh absolutely like yeah. there are people who were terrible when he wasn't in the room or when he wasn't opposite them and the minute he gets opposite them 
they are more than passable. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, sorry if you can hear that. My, uh, I've got a, I've got a bit of a laptop issue, so I'm just gonna try and. Uh, it really if, if makes you, me laugh. Cause- if, if you can't hear that, then <laughs> good, then good. But it's just making this like groaning sound. I'm taking it to get repaired tomorrow. It genuinely sounds like he's got a pet droid that every so often he hits the table and it's not okay with the fact it's just been hit. And yeah. It just goes. And it's really making me laugh. <laughs> uh, I'm half expecting like smoke to come out of it at some point. I hope not. I once had a had a trimmer, or we would call it a a weed whacker back home, that uh, like literally caught on fire in my hands. Wow! I'd, like the engine like, yeah. like flamed up, and I yeah. just put it down on the. Thankfully, my my, my front <laughs> down a away. Thankfully, my, my front garden, uh, where the place I was living at the time was just like patio stones. Yeah, and I was just literally getting rid of grass that was growing up. But I was like, put that there. Uh, I think I should spend more than fourteen pounds on one of these because I think I just saw what happens if you do. If you do. Um, so yeah, um, such is mm-hmm. such is. Um, that was Anna the Armas. Uh, yeah. I, I think we have so much feelers. Let's talk about another good in my book, anyway. Billy Bob Thornton as um, well. He was the old guy. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Billy Bob was good. He was very good. I liked him a lot. Billy Bob Thornton, uh, if you're out there, I mean, Armageddon, Sling Blade, um, the former, he used to be married to Angelina Jolie. Oh. There we go. Yeah. Also, as like- Apparently, they used to wear like vials of each other's blood around their oh, neck, like necklaces. Him? Yeah. Oh, I could see it. But yeah. But like, as, as older men go, still very attractive. Yeah. Very attractive older man. Yeah. yeah he's got he's got that, that, that silver, salt fox. And silver fox yeah, thing going yeah, for him, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. absolutely um no and he's he's a commanding presence as well mm-hmm. uh he was he was good and again i think now he does have larger swathes of dialogue, dialogue compared to other yeah. people and he made it work yeah which is saying something in this movie <laughs> um oh who else is let's briefly talk about uh renee jean page is denny carmichael uh, we're not gonna do any any plot stuff here but he's the head of the cia right yeah um i thought he was dreadful yeah he was not good i thought he was absolutely appalling i did when i while i was watching it i wasn't disgusted but on reflection i'm like yeah no you did not hold your own against anyone i'm looking at what else he's been in mortal engines is the only ever thing that oh he's in harry potter and the deathly hallows part one as wedding guest uncredited oh uh, yeah, I, I really don't see much of Let's look at TV. Oh, Bridgerton. Uh, okay. He's the main guy in Bridgerton. Right. I don't know. Maybe it works with like the the sexy Victorian soft pornography that I think Bridgerton is. <laughs> uh, haven't seen it. We always joked we were going to do a see it or skip it on the. Uh, I think Ethan and I are going to do it because <laughs> he's seen the whole thing. Yes. That's brilliant. Um. But um, or clear for takeoff on it. Sorry, yeah. but uh, yes, yeah, so that's what he's from. He's horrendous in this. Yeah, he was not good. And I know he's supposed to be like stoic and whatever, but like, oh, he's he's terrible. He's not good. Terrible, like wooden plank type. And I'll tell you who's worse. And the hard part is they put the two of them together. Oh, the lady Jessica Henwick plays Suzanne Brewer, who like is like one of his agents. The lady with the short hair. Yeah, yeah, she's not good. A, abysmal no and the problem is you put these two together yeah so anytime i go back to the cia head office yeah 
Oh my word. She was better when she was with Chris Evans. That's what I said. Chris lifts her yeah, up. But with what's his face? No. Oh. Like I'm like, this guy's terrible. And she speaks. I'm like, this isn't <laughs> oh. And I'm sitting there going, wait, the Russo's direct like, you know we're not dialogue masters, but oh my word. Yeah. Oh, some of those early scenes where some exposition had to happen with them. Yeah. Oh, they are painful to get through. But also like their delivery of lines is difficult to understand. Like, it's that bad yeah, at yeah. points that I Agreed. wasn't able to pick up some of the words they were saying, not let alone, like, just being good like, This felt like Netflix original series. Yeah. This is two different films. When these two split up... Yeah, yeah. The film gets much better. Yep. So, Definitely. yeah. Um, Who else has she been in? she been in anything? Uh, Jessica Hemwick, let's take a look here, shall we? Uh, she's a British actress. How about that? She was on Game of Thrones? As Nymeria Sand. Who the heck was that? Oh, she's one of the um one of Oberon's daughters or something like that in uh, in Game of Thrones, for those of you who are interested in uh, or know Game of Thrones. She was in St. Trinian's two in an uncredited <laughs> As an uncredited schoolgirl. British Yeah, Brit- yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I love Centrinians. I might have to bring that to the table one day. Oh, oh no. Really? So much. That is a it's heck of a wild card. so bad, it's, but it's so good. Just keep in mind we have a global audience. It's all oh. <laughs> We'll see. Maybe we'll do yeah, some research I, and see if it's... Cause it, it, the I don't think that is, crosses across. If only like 15% have access to it, yeah. then it's it's a bit of a different one. I don't think Centrinians as a concept at all has probably crossed. Oh, heck no. Crossed. Heck no. no. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens. She had a small role in that she looks like the sort that would be in, like i can you're saying these and i'm like yep yeah, yep yeah. she look her face looks like she could be in all of those things she was in the new matrix movie and uh she i'm just looking for other stuff here uh she was in luke cage the uh marvel tv series before marvel was allowed to be um and she was in all of them mm. yeah as colleen wing so again, I guess here's someone who maybe is part of the MCU family in some capacity and gets brought in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, not very good. No. To say the least. And I don't know whether it is just because of the script or if they just weren't good, but I'm going to say it's because they helped the other. That's very true. Yeah. They're not good. I'll tell you. Well, it's after the break. There's one more role I'll talk about. Uh, who I thought was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, two roles, actually. But one, which is three roles. I guess all I can give, <laughs> I guess all I can give on this side of it, because I don't want to give away, because there's, there's, there's actors who may, I don't think are supposed to be obvious at this point. No. So I'm going to leave that there in that capacity. Um, I'll tell you, like this is a movie that leaned heavily into action sequences. Yeah. And they were fun, and they were different. They were, they were good, yeah. They were fun, they were different. Well thought out. Well thought out. There was a little MacGyvering in this, where it's like, MacGyver was this TV show where this guy could make anything out of everyday objects. Yeah. And there's a little bit of that yeah, yeah. With, with, with what occurs. But it felt real. It didn't feel forced. Yeah, I think I need to explain this, the very basic of the of the plot, in the sense of just what the, what, what the setup is. That's it. Yeah. So, um, uh, Ryan Gosling plays someone we just know really is six yeah and he is a prisoner he basically he's he's a, he's he's part of a real life suicide squad yeah pretty much let's take prisoners and let's have them take out baddies yeah and then all of a sudden it turns on him yeah and why is it turning on him no one knows no. we'll just leave it there 
Um, but that's the, that's the deal there. Uh, and so, um, it is fun to sort of watch him get out of these impossible situations. Um, and then of course, uh, his counterpoint is, um, Chris Evans's Lloyd. Yeah, that's in all the trailers. That's in all the trailers. In the trailers, what's his face says. You see the two of them face off. Yeah, and he says, I could kill anyone. He goes, maybe not anyone. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's the idea. That's the premise of it. Let's put these two giant names as well. People whose names we we know. These are both huge stars. So let's go ahead and put them against each other and see what happens. Uh, So the, um, the action sequences are very well done. The cinematography in this is beautiful. There was there was one shot specifically. We'll talk about a little bit after the break. Yeah. Where I mean, there were almost some grandiose sort of shots, and they were playing with. I mean, they're playing with Netflix's money, weren't they? So yeah, yeah, go ahead. Some of the special effects looked a little, eh. No, I didn't notice. And we can okay, we can talk about that at, at, at a different point. It, it uh, uh, the story was. The story was very bare bones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can even tell you really what the story is. I think I know. Or really but... even how it ends. That being said, uh, it was know, a lot of fun. You know who'd love this movie is Liam. Yeah. Yeah. He would love this. Because there was no, <laughs> there's no real story to keep track of. It's just watching people do um, cool stuff. Cool stuff with giant set pieces. Yeah. That are all very different. Yeah. And I enjoyed. Um, it's like, what if you took like those three Marvel set pieces, but you made it nine Marvel set pieces, yeah. put them all in uh, one film, and really just almost skip the need for much of a story? Yeah. By bouncing around at breakneck speed. I don't think you'd have w- wanted to watch this on a screen much bigger than the one we watched it on. Wait, much bigger or much smaller? Much bigger. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you'd get whiplash. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and potential motion sickness from, like, some of the stuff in this. Yeah. If you watched it on a cinema screen. Yeah, I mean, there were some parts where I'm like, oh, okay. I have to admit, I checked out a few times. Going, oh, okay, it's another well, I mean, it's a very well uh, choreographed fight sequence. Yep. But I'm like, okay, it's another, it's, a, it's another fight sequence. Yeah. And I just try to check out and go, let me know who wins. Because <laughs> we're going to do this for about two minutes. And I go, ooh. And then we're going to move on. I said, there were some parts that were pretty visceral. Like I yeah. went, I did go, ooh, ah, yeah. like, like more, than more, than more than once. I did. More than once I did that. So I mean, it means I'm invested. I'm engaged, yeah, yeah. which I did not think I was going to be early on with the acting quality. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of, of exposition early using the actors that we spoke about that I didn't rate very highly in this. Yeah. If you can get through that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something I think this film didn't have going for it was I didn't ever buy into, um, the villain. So, you know, that caused problems in and of itself where I was going, uh, the person you're establishing to be, I mean, outside of, outside of Chris Evans, because Chris Evans is a, he's not the, he's the agent. He's the, he's the gun, but he's not the one pulling the trigger, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is that. Um, I don't really know where else to say or go about that side of it. Um, look, if you're in the mood to just kick something on, get a bowl of popcorn, have a bit of a laugh, don't take it too seriously. No, it is a popcorn f- film, isn't it? Yeah, like, and if someone if is. someone talks over something, it's probably not going to be the end of the world. The end of the world by <laughs> any means. This is all right. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, it's not 
as Liam would say, it's not going to win any Oscars. <laughs> um, nor should it, but nor is it its intent. Um, yeah, just just sit down, turn your brain off, and have some fun with it. Yeah, really. absolutely. Yeah, and movies are, movies should still be allowed to be that. Like you should, there is always space for films that aren't necessarily cinematic masterpieces. Like still, cinema and film as it is does not have to always be Oscar bait. And this is not, this is just fun. And I think that's really important because why, if you can't sit down and watch a film for fun, then you've lost half the battle. Like you need to still be able to go and watch a film and go, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And then forget about it three days later. Like that's fine. Yeah. You I agree with doesn't, that. No, nothing doesn't, not everything has to be the prestige or dark knight rises or i appreciate the fact that two christopher nolan films (laughs) for that (laughs) also two films that i feel were greatly snubbed by the oscars in the grand scheme of things but dark knight wins for ledger yeah i don't think prestige wins for really any like but films very very clever film very very very, like well made very well written those sorts of things they hold up to to meticulous scrutiny yes yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah whereas this does not Oh, this definitely does not. This <laughs> really does not. It's still a lot of fun. And it's the sort of film you could probably watch like once with like one group of friends and be like, oh yeah, let's watch this with another group of friends because you've already seen it and you go, yeah, you'll like that. It's a bit of fun. Like it's that sort of a film. It's a bit like The Hitman's Bodyguard. Like there were, like it was a lot of fun, but there were also points where things happened plot wise and I openly swore at the TV. Because <laughs> I'm like, this is such a lazy get out of jail free card. I'm like, how are they going to get out of this? Oh, that. Oh, cool. they're, okay. oh, they're they're just gonna literally. Is there any? Re- I, I I was I was telling Georgia when when she you know, I was watching SummerSlam, and um, there was a match going on where at the end of which one of the characters turns from bad to to good. No no real reason. <laughs> just just, feel, just feel like redeeming myself, I guess. <laughs> and there was no storyline build up. It was just we just need this person to be good now for what we're gonna have take place two minutes later. Yeah, and I'm like, it felt like this film did exactly this <laughs> yeah. on one major one, which we'll talk about after the break. Because uh-huh. so, it's just too big of a deal. Um, so uh, unless it's, I don't think it's been that hard to discover, but let's go ahead and give our official sort of verdict on it. Georgia, see it or skip it? See it. Yeah, yeah it's see it for Definitely. me. It's a stream. It's If you've got a Netflix account, it's not costing you anything. No. I don't know if I sign up to Netflix just to watch this film, but I think if you were going to sign up for Netflix, you've already got it by now. Yeah. Yeah. So plus, if you haven't got Netflix, there's lots of other quality content on yeah. there as well. I'd so create a new email address for the free seven day trial to watch this. <laughs> Jeez, there you go. Right, there you go. So that's uh, to see it, um, and we'll unpack it a little bit more uh, after the break. So we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. All right. Spoiler. 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 Spoilers. It's spoiler time. No, 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 no. Spoiler time. He lives in a house in a very big house. Spoiler country. Ah. I kind of made that sound country music, actually, with that. There you go. He lives in a house in a big, big house. Spoiler country. <laughs> I bet you if I released Country House by Blur mm. in a country format, mm-hmm. I could get country listeners to listen to it thinking it was like all always going to be a country song i bet you could yeah i may have to look at what the, what the verses are <laughs> but i could definitely get the chorus yeah that'd be funny because i'll say this like when he's singing it damon alburn is like the most like london in his <laughs> accent oh it's it's i'll put it on at some point between now and when we record on uh uh the town, the with town. reverend bruce which by the time this comes out you hopefully may have already heard yep 
because I've got this release to come out after that. So uh, let's do the spoilers. La, 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 la. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's start. I want to talk about Julia Butters, who plays Claire Fitzroy, the niece. Yeah, she's brilliant. She's great. Really, really good. Uh, I was a little bit worried because she's not written well. No. Um, at all. Mm. she's precocious they start off going, let's just have her be that precocious child yeah because everybody loves the precocious child but she does it she not only does she do, do that well but she transitions out of that really well as well and you get the idea that it might be a front it might be a thing yeah. they don't openly say it which is surprising for this film <laughs> um but no they actually create a realistic relationship between her and six yeah. and her and billy bob thornton's character yeah definitely so that's very good uh you find out uh, i mean early in the film i mean if you're here i mean hopefully you've seen it now um but you find out that um she's billy bob thornton's niece and i, I said niece is totally just because billy bob thornton refused to be referred to as grandfather yeah, yeah yeah that's all this is definitely and for some reason in the middle of our movie which i mean talk about like we we, we had an opening joke going on very early on because <laughs> there were a bunch of title cards yeah. for like where we were there must have been four or five before we made the joke yeah. and then started counting and you made the bet that there would be three at more. least three more and i went oh you're low it's at least seven <laughs> and we got to seven or eight seven or eight more. and then it paused because we stayed in prague for a long time yes we did but i said there might be one in the coda we actually got was, two in the coda two, yeah. so there we go um there must so, have been at least 15 i think Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels, as a result, it feels like a big, impactful action movie. And they do pop all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All, all over, over Europe. A lot of Europe. Yeah. Some Asia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the middle of it, we just have this. So um, Billy Bob Thornton's niece has been ha- taken hostage by uh, Chris Evans. Yeah. Captain America living his best life. Yep. Um, st- kidnapping kids. Oh, great great like mustache and haircut combo for yes very good <laughs> looks like a schmuck yeah like take how he looks in knives out add the tash and he's just it's oh and, just and, hilarious. and square the haircut up though yeah he looks a bit like he doesn't um, even get that cool sweater no he doesn't nah. even get the good jumper no he just looks like an absolute asshole with moccasins and like tight high-waisted trousers and yeah. like a golf shirt it's brilliant it's so good and so um kidnaps the girl yeah and then we find and which makes billy bob thornton ever so briefly turn on ryan gosling by ordering his death and then afterwards he's like he's like i have to gosling phones him and goes like you want to explain what just happened i had to they got my niece like why you couldn't say about the first time he phoned you i just killed him anyway oh i don't know what's going this is it was it was a bit all right um but then that 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 sort of sparked we saw like a little bit of a, a jump cut to something and then we got the full flashback yeah which I was apparently the way they did the flashbacks in this to be fair apparently a couple of times yeah apparently a few years ago um six had to babysit yeah uh because somehow you know billy bob thornton's address got leaked and you have to go and deal with something yeah moving never hit his <laughs> i can just go to a new house <laughs> no no we've just we've just put in a pool she loves that pool we gotta like for me rather than take the the secret agent or me staying home yeah or have her come with move or just like if they know where she lives live in a safe have her live somewhere else yeah (laughs) that feels the easiest thing to do um there were a lot of logic holes in this film but uh, I really rated the performance of that actress. I also rated the performance of Alfrey Woodard, who plays like a former chief of staff or something like that. Um, she's the woman with the oxygen tank. Oh, she was brilliant. Uh, if you're familiar with 
I mean, she's Alfre Woodard. I mean, she's a stage actress from forever and ever and ever. Big. She was the principal antagonist of season two of Desperate Housewives. She also has the conversation with Tony Stark during Civil War when they're waiting for a lift, and she talks to him about Sokovia and like her kid getting killed in Sokovia and what it yeah. cost him, and that's what makes Tony start to question. Yeah, and sort of sets up Civil War. And she did that on one scene, and she was fantastic. And so she's good in this. She's really good. Yeah. As Margaret Cahill, who this film was big on. The bad guys are coming. You run away. I'm going to blow myself and everybody else up with that. Yeah. Because they went to that a couple times. Twice, yeah. Yeah. But, like, understandably, both times. Sure. Yeah, like it made sure. sense. There was a good there was a good amount of uses of hand grenades in this. I feel like a lot of the time hand grenades are overlooked in films. Like they don't get, they just don't get used, or they get used as decoys, and they don't actually get used. Well, like she's she once as a decoy here. Yeah, but they in use, the face-off between Lloyd and uh, the first face-off between Six and Lloyd. Yeah, he, actually pulls it. They both have to jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I don't mean by decoy. In this case, they usually they're not actually pulled; they don't actually explode. Oh, I was like. Meant- it, it, it was a it was a plot device. It separates yeah. our hero and our villain because we have to have them meet. It's about halfway through the movie. We have to have them face off because yeah. we haven't. We they were really careful not to put the two of them t- together yeah. at all, and then they did, and then we take them apart right away. Clever as far as yeah, pacing yeah. went. Clever. Sorry. So go ahead. You're about. I just really enjoyed the hand grenade usage in this film, which sounds really strange, yep. but I I thought it was really clever. I have learned that every house in Europe has like an underground hidden basement. <laughs> Because, like, property values aren't dear, and you can have these big houses, and the, yeah. I did, I really enjoyed the escape from the underground den in the that's the photography best, bit. That's probably the best set piece in the movie. That was so clever. Yeah, so the he's he's in, like a, he's in, like, a Silence of the Lambs type pit. I haven't seen Silence Oh, Silence of the Lambs, okay. Well, he fell into the pit. <laughs> and so he looks around, and there's no way he can get out. And it's bulletproof glass. And then he manages to manufacture his own pipe bomb. Literally a pipe bomb. Literally a pipe bomb. Because, yeah. the, I mean, it's, it's basically a well that he's in. It's the bottom yeah. of a well. And then, so there's water pipes in the bottom. And he smashes it. And he makes a pipe bomb with the stuff that he's got in his bag. Because very cleverly, when he went over to take his fo- have his photo taken, because you could see he was a little bit suspicious anyway, yep. he took his bag with him. So when he fell through the trapdoor, his bag came as well, which, clever. And then he makes a pipe bomb and then floods the place so that he can get up to the top, let the pipe bomb off and swim down, and then he's protected by the water and the thing goes off. It was brilliant. I really liked it. It was very clever. One that I wasn't as big on, I guess, is the the plane scene mm-hmm. where they try to take him out on the plane. Yeah. And everything falls out. I'm like, I just saw Uncharted a couple of months ago, right? It was quite Uncharted, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I granted, mean, they're probably fault, producing though. these yeah. films separately, no. but I was just going, oh, Uncharted kind of did this. Uh, not as, you know, I mean, this plane, like, gets destroyed. Destroyed, destroyed. By, like, yeah. one bullet. Yeah. That then caused, like, a chain reaction. So for Liam, who was complaining that one, all that, those gunshots on Air Force One would have caused something, there's, there's this one for you, buddy. <laughs> I uh, did really enjoy him grabbing onto someone, though and strangling them with a parachute cord and then using that parachute to come down safely. I like the set piece when he's riding the streetcar. Yeah. And he's using the reflection in the windows to locate where the baddies are at underneath them and shoot them. That was cool. Um, Although the prog, um, he gets arrested after... uh, Oh, when he's on the bench, yeah. Because he's he's been handcuffed to this bench. And the joke is that he's handcuffed to a bench and yet none of Lloyd's teams... 
Couldn't get him. Because he's got these alpha, beta, delta sort of yeah. squads coming after him, and none of them can get him, despite the fact that he's handcuffed to a bench. And at one point, they need to get rid of this police car, so this one, they grab, like, this rocket launcher, yeah. and they take out this, like, armored van or yeah. police car or something, and I'm like, aim that at the bench. Yeah. And, and, does he and six to, is dead. But does he have the the USB on him at that point? If the USB gets destroyed, that's all they want to do with it anyway. Yeah. They said, yeah, well, you shoot him. I guess if you want the property, I guess there's something to that. Yeah, I think that might have been what it was. Oh, I but then explain that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that yeah. one was, they like... Kill him, but don't, but I need that thing. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to do. Yeah, definitely. Although it did make me laugh because... They did call it out themselves, like with Chris Evans oh. in there being like, he's handcuffed to a bench. Absolutely. That was, which was very funny. Sorry, I wouldn't I know what it is. That was you wiggling the table that, that time. Yeah. Table. <laughs> Hopefully when we're, when we're interviewing Reverend Bruce and it's across the room later, I won't have to okay. worry about this. The problem is I got to keep turning it back on because I do need, uh, I do want to have the cast list in front of me because yeah. there's, there's one more actor I definitely want to talk about. <laughs> and he was the most frustrating one of this. And I wonder if it's about representation in film. And so hear me out on this. Um, the call, so after everybody else fails, yeah, they get someone called the Lone Wolf who's still alive, and he goes and he um, confronts our heroes and the Armas and uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, and there's this great fight scene where he's between the two of them, and he kind of does the Bruce Lee like, "Come yeah. on," which I think Ken Reeves does in The Matrix and all sorts of yeah. stuff. And that there's two of them and one of him. And they're like, and he says to Anna, uh, Ryan Gosling says to Armist, do you want to go ahead and try? And he's like, no, 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 no. Uh, and they f- basically fight him together and he fights them both off. This is a baby face move. Yeah. Like he's, he's not Darth Maul. Like he comes across <laughs> as like a decent guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, sorry, this is, oh my word. Uh, his, the name he goes by professionally is Danush. And I'm guessing that's because his birth name is... Venkatesh Prabhu. Right. So probably just as a way to sort of... I call, Madonna, to give yourself one singular name. Move, yeah, sort of yeah. Move that. Um, Stage name, isn't it? Lots of people have them. He is an Indian-born actor. And I'm... So here's my biggest issue. So they get him to set up, right? And he, he beats the other two in a fight. And, like, he, like, stabs, like, Gosling. Because he comes... Through he, the hand? Yeah, that's what, that is his opening. You don't see him before yeah. you see... He, literally, you see him stab gosling through the hand and, 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 we've, and we've seen gosling take out so many people by himself so now when yeah. the two of them can't take out lone wolf yeah like lone wolf's a badass yeah right yeah. properly and so he ends up getting the um he gets the usb he gets the usb takes it off as he's leaving it's a hospital he like like just flat out kills like like a half dozen cops to make his escape yeah just like kills them without remorse yeah yeah right and then we get to, so he, he delivers the USB, which is, USB's got incriminating evidence. Yeah. Is it really on to too much detail? No. No, not really. And we get told there's a big boss it pertains to, and I'm like, oh, there'll be a payoff for that. Not really. The payoff no, was, the payoff was the casting choice, which was that it was Anthony Russo. Yeah, that was in charge. Yeah. It wasn't Joe Russo. I think it was Anthony Russo. Yeah. I don't know what Russo was. Uh, I'm sure it was, hey, Russo. The actually, one if, if I scroll like down, it'll tell me, won't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, did he not cast himself? Well, that's clever. Uh, did he not credit himself? I mean, yeah, um, yeah but I believe it's, it's the same one who was in um, Infinity War. Yeah, the one that looks like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Mark Ruffalo. Looks a little bit like Bradley Whitford. So there we go. Um, so, 
But anyway, so he delivers the USB. It all comes to a head in this giant fight in this, like, manor home. Yeah. In Prague, or on the outskirts of Prague. Croatia. I was in Croatia? Yeah. Oh, I was Croatia. That's right. Um, And so as this fight's going on, he ends up kind of going toe-to-toe with Anna the Armist in the end. Mm -hmm. He turns around, and he's ready to shoot her. Yeah. And then he sees who it is, and he goes, oh, you have it. Yeah. These are not honorable people. And he walks off like he's a good guy. Now, I think part of this is about positive representation of um, non-white yeah, yeah. ethnicities in film. I think it's important that they're not always the he villain. He does have the line before as well. Yeah, you're going to shoot the girl. Yeah, where he's disgusted but, by the fact that they've got a girl hostage. I have to remind you, he just flat out killed like a half dozen police officers who weren't anything but things that were just in his way. Yeah. It's not like he was hired to take out this one guy, and that's what he does. He he, he kills innocent policemen. Yeah. Oh, there is a massive difference between like, policemen and young girls. Oh, these, oh, these, these are, hang on. These are fathers. These are... Who are, yeah, I know, but they are in a line of work where you can get shot. They're protecting a hospital. I know, I know. I know, I get that. But like, like, this line still... of, these are not honorable. Okay. He doesn't say, like, these people would kill children. I'm not willing to go that far. Yeah. I'm fine with that. These are not honorable people. That's what he means by not honorable, oh, this though. this sucks. This guy sucks. <laughs> like, that was such a weak... I'm good. Oh, was, this, I'm was, not... this was the wrestling thing. I'm good now. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't... It, it was bad, but it was... There was it is because they've got a girl and he's like, nah. All right, yeah. But they've set him up. From, the, from his very introduction, I believe, they've set him up for a baby face turn. Yeah. Because our two heroes couldn't take, he was in the middle and they couldn't yeah, take yeah. him out. And yet he doesn't, I mean, he, sta- he stabs our, yeah, but, but he doesn't kill him. It's very carefully designed. Yeah. So that we can have this baby face turn. But I just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't after done he just, very well. After he just kills a bunch of cops and just goes, oh, it's you. Oh, I know we had a giant fight a minute ago, but now, <laughs> but now, but now you have it. I'm going to walk away. I feel like there was definitely like a scene cut with him in. There must have been. You know what could have done? I needed more. I needed something with him and Lloyd. Yeah. Where like Lloyd has to almost back down just a bit. Like he does go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But have him like properly go, I'm not willing to do this. Look, I don't know, care what you're willing to do. You've been paid. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. And then he can go, I don't care about the money. Yeah, and let us see that that Although struggle. I think he does get. Told, he does say, "I, I don't care I, about the money." Yeah. yeah, and he's also told by Lloyd that, that Lloyd tells his men not to pay him because he won't. Because at some point, I think I think he says if he says anymore, don't pay him or something like that. There's two requests for money. One is the guy who who is very good, actually, the guy who who manages to capture six. Yeah, in the pit. Yeah, um, and they just shoot him. Yeah, but this guy here, I think there's something anyway. I'm sh- I think as just as the first like rocket comes in from Anna de Armas when he's just said you've got a girl hostage, I'm sure he then says don't pay him or something like There's that. There's a threat, and it's yeah. but it's not about pay. It's about if you does anything else, shoot, uh, okay. something like that. But it is the idea of it. This guy's kind of Lloyd's equal, and so I, I think I think they're hoping this is going to be a franchise. Oh, I think they've already they've, announced a sequel. They've left him alive. Yeah we've left things it's about the ending we've left things really murky yeah yeah because the bad guy does he get his comeuppance no 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 you know he puts um what's her name the girl in a safe house yeah guarded by men who are then all killed but that's just low-level baddies yeah so all of our principles with the exception of billy bob thornton Mm -hmm. and alfrey woodard is not really a principal live to see another day lloyd doesn't 
Oh, Lloyd doesn't, sorry. But they all live to see an, yeah. an, another day. So I think there's a, a setup for the Gray Man too, because you've got um, the... I'm pretty sure they've already announced a sequel. Because you've got the... Uh, the what's his name, don't you? The what? Sorry, the computer's going nuts again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to be brutal. Maybe if I elevate it somehow. Maybe if I put like a pen underneath it. And wouldn't that make it just more wobbly? It'll give the air a place to go. So if it's heat related. Hopefully. Because um, you've got Lone Wolf still out there. You've got Carmike or whatever the heck his name is. Denny or blah, blah, blah. With the idea that the, the big boss is pulling. Someone's pulling strings from behind the scenes, we're told. We don't get any payoff to that. This whole thing's about a thumb drive, which was about bringing down someone who's corrupt. He's still in power. Yeah. And just makes a deal about, look, if you... And then um, the, the, there were some nice callbacks in this. I feel like we should talk about those. The Just Another Thursday. Yeah. Was all right. But the problem is it got mentioned a few times. That's quite cute because um, the girl has heart troubles and she almost dies. Maker, yeah. And then she pulls out of it and says, hey, it was Just Another Thursday, right? Yeah. And then she goes to bed, and then uh, Ryan Gosling has to beat up some guys that gone there to kill her. Yeah. He goes, hey, just another Thursday, right? Yeah. And then uh, this poor girl has to watch her uncle basically blow himself up. Yeah. Not even be- no, actually blow himself up. She's yeah. just been held hostage at gunpoint. She's, yeah, she's got a burn across by her Lloyd, face. By yeah. Lloyd, who's, who's burned her face with like yeah. a, sh- a, a muzzle a flare. shot. Yeah. And then... Um, six is like go outside my friend will pick you up and she's like panicking and he's yeah. like just another thursday right i'm like yo she's just watched her father <laughs> figure blow up yeah. she's been held at gunpoint she might have some separation issues right now <laughs> when she knows you know what she knows you as the guy who saves her yeah and you're saying just go over there i'll go be on, all right okay bye-bye and then if i may did the ending of this not feel very lethal weapon I can't remember how Lethal Weapon It's a Lethal Weapon. They come back to Danny Glover's home, right? There's I, the white, I, I, I can't remember any of it. There's the white cop and the black cop, and they're fighting against all these, against this, like, drug lord and all that stuff. Right. And they've kidnapped the black cop's daughter. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. In the middle of the desert. They've escaped yeah. from yes, the underground I'm there. there. I'm there, yeah. But, but, but Nick Nolte, is it Nick Nolte? I think it is Nick Nolte. No, not, oh, no, no, not, Gary Busey. So this bleach blonde guy in his forties yeah. doesn't feel pain, right? He burns yeah, his arm yeah, yeah. and all. He's he's waiting. He's gone back to the house. They've cuffed him, and all of a sudden, Busey's like, something like, "You couldn't take me." And then Mel Gibson's like, "Come on, Jack, you want a shot at the title?" And they decide uncuff oh, him. They have the wrestling match. We're the, gonna have lawn. we're gonna have a yeah. fight on the lawn. <laughs> Does it make sense? No, but we have to have our big one on one fight because it made no sense for them to go. Let's just drop our guns and have yeah. a fist fight now. That's, that's basically, yeah, that's that's basically what happened, yeah. isn't it? And then all of a sudden he gets his knife out and he plays like, like he's a pincushion. Yeah. He stabs him so many times. I've learned Ryan Gosling winces and then instantly heals the powers of Wolverine. He should be Wolverine. He should be in the MCU as Wolverine because <laughs> he gets stabbed so many times in this movie and it has no impact on him. Yeah. No impact. I mean, you just go to the vets and get in and like, yeah, but Heal just as a plot point, basically. <laughs> There's also like a, um, you know, um, Chris Evans at least sells a trank to the butt cheek. 
That is funny. That is funny. That is really funny. And why are you awkward? Because I got shot in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was good. But the, the movie ends with, what do you want to see? You want to see Ryan Gosling kill this guy? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's just shot out of nowhere by the woman who can't act? And I'm like, you've just shot the thing that saved your performance in this movie. <laughs> Talk about biting the hand that feeds you. I don't you. think she actually shot Chris Evans. I think she only shot Ryan Gosling. She goes to shoot. No, no. She shoots the death shot on Chris Evans. No, he's already dead. No, no, no. She shoots him. Are you sure? There's a bang. They turn around and it's her because uh, she's okay. figured out this is my way out of this. If I kill Chris Evans, we pin all the bad stuff on Chris Evans. Uh, okay. So she 100% shoots him to finish the movie. I know he died, but I didn't think she'd no. shot him. No, there's a giant, there's a giant wound. There's like red blood everywhere in his stomach. Is that not where he'd been stabbed by Ryan Gosling? Gosling never stabs him. Yeah, he does. They fight oh. with the knife. Oh, do they? Yeah, no, yeah. no, because he was trying to, he was trying to drown him at this point. Yeah, because he's yeah. No, no, it was definitely from uh, okay. it was definitely from her her gunshot. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. Um. This because this is one of the times you're like you're like okay that obviously didn't work. Um, at which point they're like, all right, what do we do here? And they go ahead and they set up um, what's her name? Mm. Sorry, I'm just getting distracted by this. I'm gonna have to do some editing on this, which sucks. Maybe I'll leave it in. I don't know. I think it's okay. Um, and so you hear the gunshot, and then you're like, who is it? Yeah. And I'm thinking it's Anna Darmus. Yeah. Or I'm thinking it's a little girl. Yeah. who's found one of the guns that someone threw yeah, away. Because yeah. there was always this thing about you don't throw away a gun with bullets in it. Don't you never throw, throw a loaded, loaded gun. Yeah. And I thought that was coming to, I said so many times, I'm like, oh, there's going to be this big payoff. I'm like, yeah. the, and I was getting ready to go, hey, the minute you put a gun in water, that thing's not going to shoot properly anymore, so they better not do this. And then it turned out, no, it was just a line they said a bunch of times. <laughs> okay. And so I thought it would be the little girl. The, the girl would have been perfect. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been perfect. Look what I found. There, done. Yeah. Done. Just another Thursday. Just another Thursday, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, instead, you know, you get this this woman and like, okay, then you get this convoluted finish. And the play the record really loud Yeah, was a fun little outro, but it's assuming that he knows what time she's going in to play the record. Yeah. Is he waiting to hear the record? I guess so, yeah. I don't know, he's just sitting there. Play the record. <laughs> Can you play the record, please? Play the record, play the record, play the record. Um. So yeah, so it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't without its uh, without its hindrances. No, no, definitely not. But it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, like this isn't like this isn't a would I would I ever review this on best film ever kind of film. No, no. Or if I, and if I did, it'd get a very low number. I'd probably get about six. That's I mean that's what I mean. Yeah, because like I pretty much live in the eight to eight and a half yeah, range because yeah. the films we review are, are, are generally great films. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's kind of ho-hum, I tend to go seven because the the bar that we're rating from these films on. Yeah. But this one here, I'm just like, it's 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 a popcorn film. It's got some moments of wonderful cinematography. Yeah. I would say this is probably six and a half, seven, to be fair. Oh, the writing's terrible. It is, but it, I think it is genuinely safe by some of the action and, and the, the cinematography. And the story's dreadful. The cinematography is wonderful. It is. Um, I, I thought the falling scene looked a little bit meh. Uh, the effects on that one looked a bit rough. Probably also because I'd just seen Uncharted, which looks a lot silkier, smoother yeah, than, than, than that did. Um, but $200 million, jeez. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely pumping their money into it. Uh, no, would I see a second one? Yeah, I would. I'd go see. I don't know what you do without without Lloyd. Well, apparently there's a 10, almost 11 books worth of The Grey Man. So. Cool. I, I just don't know who you... 
don't know. Well, we don't. I don't know. We don't know what they've got in the store. Yeah, you so. got to find the right. Yeah. But yeah, that's fine. You can find some. And if there's like a huge, powerful thing, then that's fine. Uh, we didn't talk about how ridiculous it is when six shoots four, um, and four gives him the do uh, our magic doohickey. Magic right? Doohickey. Here's our MacGuffin. Yeah. Here's our MacGuffin. Um, and it's just kind of <sighs> how four ended up with all this money and security and stuff around him. They just kind of go, well, he always was a bit of a wheeler and dealer, and that, that's <laughs> that's all. It's all you need. To go, oh, it's a suicide squad and we're turning on it early. Yeah. Um, I'll say the strengths of this movie are its big four actors. The two the two male leads. Yeah. Anna de Armas. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton and the girl. And the girl. And yeah. the girl. All five. So from that point, your five biggest roles are very good. Arguably. Yeah. Are very, very good. Yeah. This film has a massive villain problem. In the sense of besides... The problem is that Chris Evans is not really your big villain. No, he's just the... He's the gun. Yeah. He's not the finger. Yeah. And we needed the finger. Yeah. And the problem is that led us up this, like, espionage kind of, oh, who's really... Who's putting this guy in power and why is he trying to take everybody out? Yeah. That didn't have a fulfilling conclusion, nor did it even have the right actors to pull this off. Yeah. And the sad part is, if you tell me there's going to be a gray man too, which I believe there will be... Yeah, there is. Okay. I got to deal with this guy again. Yeah, quite potentially. Well, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what the rest of the source material is, so we'll have to see. Yeah, I'm not about to read it. No. But I wish it reads pretty well. I, oh, yeah. yeah. I, again, it's one of those things is I would buy the book and then put it on my bookcase and not read it because yeah. that's what I do with all my books. But <laughs> I would buy the book. Just in closing, I said the opening was very Ocean's Eleven. Where you open it, it feels like it's kind of like he's in a parole. He's not in a parole meeting. He's yeah. in this. Uh, but it was this nice thing that he comes and he offers some people gum. watermelon gum, it looks yeah. like. Because we did have a shot of four getting yeah, his. Yeah, the same as well. So, I mean, that was all right. I did say at one point, I said, he better not end up taking care of the girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing now, it's what Logan did. Yeah. Uh, I'll pause on any other movies recently that might have done likewise. The same thing, yeah. Um, but yeah. But so overall, though, it was it was an enjoyable time at the movies yeah well at home yeah uh watching watching the old netflix on the big screen and i uh i applaud netflix for presenting a movie that i didn't flat out because a third of the way in i'm like this sucks yeah i hate this uh and you know what you know what changes it it's chris evans isn't it yeah because chris evans isn't in it, isn't in it yet yeah, and yeah. you need because then he becomes the face of the villains, even if he's not yeah, the villain he itself. Yeah, he becomes the embodiment of it, and the movie's so much better from there on out. Definitely, because it stopped those two who I hated from having conversations with each other because they yep. even when he's interviewing Anna de Armas, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough because he carries because he does a lot of talking and she does a lot of reacting. Yeah. She's not bad. He's still atrocious. <laughs> he still is. Oh dear. So we have more of that to look forward to. He might get better. Who knows? <laughs> That's what you're casting for. He might get better in film two or three. He's going to mail it in on this one. <laughs> we believe. They probably got him to a contract. That's the deal. Yeah. He's, he's doing Bridgerton, right? So it's a Netflix thing. So maybe yeah. he's already there. Who knows? All right, folks. So that was The Gray Man. Um, what do you think about it? Let us know. Would you agree with us? Would you have said see it? Would you have said skip it? Um, if you did see it, did you wish you'd skipped it? <laughs> if we talked you into it and now you, you're you mad at us, let us know <laughs> at Best Film of Her Pod on the Twitter. Other forums are available, but you're going to get a reaction much more quickly if you go down the Twitter sphere. 
So with that in mind, check out everything the BFE's got coming your way. By now, you'll have heard what next week's movie is, but Georgia doesn't know it yet. So I'm going nope. to sit back on that. Uh, and if you want to help support the podcast, keep us on the air here at the Studio of Awesomeness. Keep us talking to people who live in the microphone. Then you can go ahead and check us out at patreon.com slash BFE. We kept it simple for you. For best film ever, I've been here. And I've been Georgia. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. <laughs>